Hey everyone, hope all is well. I think I had a, a realization, should I say? But this is the one thing that I'm going to tell you that I never knew because I didn't know better is when you're going through stuff and you're trying to do better and heal and do shadow work, the dark night of the soul, all that stuff that happens, in that moment, what you need is um, compassion. Not someone who belittles you as you are trying to understand who you are. Because it can get very confusing. It can get very very um, vulnerable. And so often what happens when, when people are going through a lot of shit, excuse my language, they meet people who, who use that to their advantage. And they suck them away siphon their energy actually into something that they think is more supportive and this is why you see a lot of people joining cults and groups and all of that because they think that they can provide a solution for their internal problem but really it's not because they're taking you at your moment of weakness so that's when you have to be actually most aware um it's uh, yeah so in that time when you're going through stuff, you want somebody who does not belittle you, uh, who makes you feel insignificant, or your story is not real or true because they can't perceive that it happened to you when really it did, especially if it involves abuse or trauma, okay? This is what I'm gonna tell you is, when I had revealed to somebody, because I couldn't figure out what it was that I was going through, I got an answer of, it almost felt like I was complaining to her. So it was more of like, you need to keep quiet, like, and then just set me something in order for me to keep quiet. That's the energy I perceived. But that's not what I was looking for. And that's not, I was not saying I was not grateful for whatever was happening. So it was misunderstood. For me, I'm grateful for all the things that happened, for all the things that I have. I am so grateful. So in that moment, I know I was misunderstood or, or misperceived. So the person thought they were providing a solution, but really, it was not. It actually made me even more, I felt even more misunderstood because it just didn't feel right. Because that's not what I was expressing or trying to express. So what I'm trying to say is avoid people who make you feel like you're complaining when you're only trying to express yourself and whenever you're trying to release what is hidden within you. Okay, you don't want somebody who discredits you, who discredits what you do, who makes you feel insignificant or that it's small, when really it's big for you. What's small for another may be big for you. What's small for you may be big for another. It's different for everyone. But it wasn't for me, it wasn't me complaining or me being ungrateful. It was me because me being, me trying to understand what I was going through. Because I couldn't understand it. Um, so what I'm trying to say is when you meet people who think you're complaining, when really you're not, it's going to be hard for you. It's going to be very difficult. You want to be in a place where there's a lot of compassion and you 
you will find that sometimes though you're gonna have to go through it alone but sometimes you'll meet people who have mad understanding and compassion and that's where really the divine lives it's not judgmental saying oh it's because you're this that's why you're doing this or that's why you are no there's no judgment see once somebody judges you you automatically close up and there's certain people you can't tell things to because they become offended or they judge you or they're trying to protect somebody else so there's a lot of factors to it and you have to understand where they're coming from nine times out of ten i do but you know when you're living in truth you're going to try to figure out stuff in your life that goes in line with truth the further you are away from truth you don't care you could care you could care less if it is true or not true you don't care because that's not how you're living you're living a lie so you're okay with the lies and so as you go further away from the divine that becomes more and more normal when really it's not um it becomes more tainted 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 so far that once you've gone you're lost you're gone um which is why addictions take people out so fast it takes them away um but when you're under God, you know, you're under a lot of protection. And I'm not saying the attacks are not real. The attacks are very real. But I'm going to talk about it in the way I know how and how it happened to me. When I experienced spiritual attacks, it was I knew it because stuff would happen that was just out of the blue. And it was also, not only that, um, there were signs. And secondly, it would happen at the same time every week. So I knew it was done by somebody precise timing every week so i prayed it i prayed it i prayed it but i was like ah you know it is what it is what you have to do is make it seem significant is what you need to do you need to shift your focus away from it say ah it's nothing and eventually it will disappear because what it's trying to do is make you afraid or tremble um, when really you do not submit to fear whatever you submit to that is is making you afraid is is the person that's going to control you that's not where you want to be um, and so what I'm trying to say is when these attacks were happening, what happened is, is somebody said people have physical PTSD, right, from war and all of that. And then there's those who suffer spiritual P- PTSD. I, didn't, I was like, what the heck? For me, that was a realization. It means you are reliving the triggers. You keep reliving, you keep reliving, you keep reliving that moment. Just like how people in war have flashbacks of the war, you keep reliving that trigger. And the only thing that will deliver you from that is God. And so in my moment of where I was being triggered when I asked this person, I was like, you know, I feel this, I feel that. And automatically I was judged. And the moment that I was going through something that kept triggering me and I couldn't understand why. And it was more of, you need to be more forgiving, was another one. I said, no. For me, it's not hard for me to forgive. The problem is I I cannot forget because I remember it. But it's not because I haven't forgiven it or I haven't moved on from it. I've moved on from it. But what happens is the memory is still there for me and so it triggers me. So that healing still needs a lot of time. And so you keep reliving that moment, not because you want to. It's, it keeps happening, but you're trying to break out of it. 
is what it is. And so for uh, for me, it's that it's trying to conquer that, you know, the trigger that's that's tr- you know, that's trying to get at me. And when people say get over it, I'm just like, um, that's another trigger because for me, it shows lack lack of understanding and passion and compassion. For them, they probably did get over it, but for me, maybe not. Maybe for you, what takes you longer? For me, it takes very short time so everybody's different their experience and background is different so it's hard to say a person is this or a person is that but what i'm trying to say is when you keep reliving the moment is because it keeps triggering you and that's a form of ptsd right and so the only person who can deliver you is god is when you stop reliving that moment is god and so that healing process takes time okay Sometimes it happens quick, sometimes it doesn't. But actually, what God is trying to do is He's trying to work through you and establish sometimes a relationship with Him. What people cannot resolve, or when you God doesn't want you to depend on people for solutions, He will He will ask you to depend on Him because He's going to give you those answers. And then so you form this relationship. I kid you not, every time I've been in a place where I was too comfortable or when I didn't need to pray, God will automatically put me in a relationship or in a place or in a situation that will require me to pray. I kid you not, and always that challenge or that difficulty will have me right back to Him. And I'm just like, God, I can't catch a break. But really, it's because if I, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go to Him, is the thing. And so now what happens is the shift changes. The shift changes from the people that you become or used to be codependent on. And that shift in your gaze then goes to God. So you're not codependent on people. And so that's the transformation or the shift that happens. You're no longer codependent on people. But that you trust everything comes from God. Because he wanted you to go that route. He didn't want you to go that route of codependent on people because he knows your heart. He knows who you are. He knows what's going to hurt you. I've been in that place where I was in codependent relationships. And that wasn't me. It made me sick. I said, I'll never go back there. I mean, I don't want to go back there. And so when you are going through that, you want somebody who understands exactly what it is you're going through. Not somebody who's judging you at that moment then what was what did they do then sometimes all you need is just a simple listening ear you know simple listening ear um there were a lot of stuff that for me i didn't think i was over gonna overcome and for me one of it was a huge loss that happened a few years ago and I used to cry a lot. Every time I remembered, that's again, you keep remembering, you keep remembering, you cry. Because it was it meant so much to you. And even when I used to talk about it in the podcast, I used to cry about it. But in my heart, I had to, and that was for me, for me that loss was a deliverance from God. Because after that moment, I forgave myself and I accepted the situation as it is. And I forgave the other person too for not being there or being present in my life. Forgave it. 
But I now I don't get triggered. So that's how I know God delivered me from that situation. Is I don't. I'm just like, yeah, it was a big loss. But you know what? Uh, it is. I you know I accept that. So I don't have as much. Or when I read it, or when I see other women going through it, I don't get triggered. Yeah, I feel it, but I don't get like triggered or mad or upset at myself or the other person. I don't. It, it, I've overcome it. So that for me is 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 overcome. It's it's done. But then there's other stuff that you do go through, which again, life is such a learning experience, and it's for you to learn and grow. Is is you know when, for instance, when you're betrayed or whatever, you uh, you do you tend to relive those moments, and people say, "Well, why aren't you over?" It? Some people take years, right? The moment you stop reliving, and that too, is when you're over it. And so that requires a lot of prayer, fasting. In order for you to to get over it is what it is, and you will. Um, but again, it's it's for a reason. That healing is is not linear; it's like haphazard in an upward, upward way. And so, this is just to say that anything you can bounce back from, anything. When you have God's spirit within you, you become resilient. So you bounce back. But it's not only said that you're superhuman. Of course you have your moments of weakness. But again, because of the way the world is, you're judged in your moment of weakness. Oh, she's this or she's that. And in that moment, you're judged. People don't have patience anymore. They only have patience for what is, is there or what is easy. That's it. But they don't have patience for what they love. But when you do meet people that love you, they're going to have a lot of patience for you and they're willing to wait for you. And they're going to be willing to stick it through those people that just give you a hell of a time. Don't give a shit. Just want to make your life miserable. You got to get those people. You you have to let them go. Because all it's doing is dirtying your water so that you can't even have or breathe a beautiful life. When really, on the other side, life is very beautiful. But whatever it is, is preventing you having that beautiful life that's another thing is when you can't clear up your past your past will infiltrate in your future so it's not any other person but you that's responsible for setting boundaries and for um um putting the past where it belongs i know if i am to be married tomorrow my past will not interfere in my future if you're in a situation where you think I am going to be committed to my purpose or committed to somebody, but my past will prevent me, then you need to reassess that because that's going to prevent a lot of good things from happening in your life. And so I'm going to leave it there. I hope this helped. Take care.